This is the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode, as this will help me find my audience. What you are about to hear is an excerpt from a series titled Tell Me Who Is Speaking. Listen to the introduction episode for a full explanation and important context. There's something different about today. I'm not going to tell you what it is. (laughs) Something different. You might be able to guess. You might be able to tell. That is if you've seen this before. If you've seen it before, if you know what it is, then you should be able to guess. You probably will. You probably will be able to. I'm not going to tell you. I could. I could. So often I could. And I do. And I can't really, but yet I still try to. But This is one of the Rare occasions, maybe the first occasion where I could, but I'm not going to. And it would be quite simple. It's easy enough to guess anyhow, if you're familiar with what happens when... I don't want to give too too much away. You can probably hear it in my voice. You can probably guess by the way that I'm talking. Maybe. I mean, that's a pretty strong indication normally. It normally is a very strong indication. It's quite contrasting to how things normally are. And as for our current inquiry, tell me who is speaking, well, that's quite easy to answer today. And it's very simple. Not who you expect. (laughs) It's not who you are usually accustomed to. And that's really all I have to say. That's the only answer that you really need for what's happening now. And still, all the usual things apply. All the usual things are still there, but there's something else. Or perhaps, (laughs) I should say, there's actually something missing. Well, in a in a way, there's there is something extra, and there is something also missing. There is also, I mean, it's both. I mean, they're two separate things, but they both they work together. With the presence of one thing, you have the absence of another. Did you ever play that game? Which game was it? I don't know if it's really a game or not. It's like. You think of something and you have to guess what it is. And there's probably a few versions of this game. It's like a kid's game. And there's some sort of method like maybe you have only a certain amount of questions or something. Oh, that's right. I know what it is. You you ask questions and they can only answer in yes or no. And if they answer... Yes, then you get an extra question. And then if you answer no, then it's someone else's turn, I think, or something like that. 
Well, that's what's happening here. And those games, they're always such a pain, aren't they? They're so annoying. They're just so hard. I never get them. I never work them out. I'm, or I'm terrible at those sort of games. And always, of course, when we get to the end of it and the person says, oh, it was this. I just think, oh, of course, that's so easy, so obvious. How could I not have thought of that? How could I not see that with all the things that I was being told? And that's the same game we're playing here. That's the same game we're always playing. Except we're not answering the questions with yes or no. When you get as many questions as you like. And the thing, well, there's really no end to it. The end is only when you... The, the game keeps going until you actually figure it out for yourself. Until you actually do get the answer. And you can ask, well, what's different about today? And I'll say, that's not a yes or no question. And then we can start, well, is it this? Is it this? Is this happening? Is this what you're doing? Is this what's going on? And I'll say, no to all of them. And you can say, well, you're just saying no to all of them to get me to go around in circles. You know what? I don't think there is anything. I think you just made this up. I think you're just you're just having me on. Because of course the thing about the kids game is there actually does have to be something. You do have to get to the end and you have to reveal what it is you were thinking of and it has to fit. And one time I tried to, well, I don't know if I actually did this, but I imagine someone trying to sort of come up with something that fits something. It's like cheating. It's like, no, it's not that. It's something else. And then they change what they were thinking of. And that doesn't really work. And they say, what? A car isn't as big as a loaf of bread. You can't put toothpaste in a vending machine. Something like that. And then you think, oh, well, sorry, I was cheating. But there is something different. And I will never tell you. That's my promise. At least on this one thing. It's probably, maybe it's the only thing. Maybe we can say that this is the only thing. If there was one thing that I would never tell you. Well, if we're going to say it like that, I don't know if that's the right. I don't know if there is something that I should reserve. I don't think the thing that I'm putting in that position should be the thing that I should reserve for that position. It seems like something that is. Well, you'd have to make the most of that position, that thing. If there was one thing, there was one secret that you could keep. If you could only keep one secret, what would it be? And if we can say, well, one secret per day, then I can choose this for today. And you might be able to guess anyway, which is okay. The funny thing about guessing is 
You can actually be right and not know that you're right. And the thing about guessing is that it still comes from your range of experiences. It still comes from the realm of possibilities, of things that have occurred to you in some sort of way. Now, there are things that you haven't done, there are things that you haven't experienced, but you can get a sense of what they're like. And there are things that are so far outside your realm of experiences that you can't get a sense of what they're like. But the thing we're talking about today, the thing I'm hanging on to at the moment, is something very simple, it's very basic. And in fact, I wonder, what, what, what would it be like if I told you what it was? It probably wouldn't make any sense to you. You probably wouldn't understand much of it at all. You wouldn't understand any of the sort of mysterious backs and forths that I've done thus far. It might be that you need a bit of an explanation. You might need some sort of commentary to realize the significance of it. And then it wouldn't be so much a moment as in a aha moment. Now, in those moments of aha, where everything clicks into place, well, that's a sort of punchline. It's a sort of sudden realization. But with something that is told to you, and then there's no punchline, and then you're given an explanation, you have an explanation for it, then that's a little bit different. That's a bit more like you still sort of have a realization, but it's not a sudden realization. And maybe there's something in that. Maybe there's something to be learned in that. And it's really a false sort of dichotomy, really, isn't it? It's a falsehood to say, do things happen suddenly or do things happen gradually? Well, the answer, as always, is it's both. Have you ever had the sense of really feeling like you have to say something? I really have to say this. I really want to say this to you. I need to get this off my chest. And thank you for letting me say it. And it could be that you can make a habit of finding such things. It could be that these sorts of things are always there and we don't know that it's that which is eating us up or causing a sort of tension within us. And it might be as simple as actually saying it. It might be as easy as saying it. It might be as simple as actually just saying it, just verbalizing. If we go back to the whole function of speaking, and we can turn it into a practice. We can turn it into something that really does make some good way into what we need next and how things can unfold in a more peaceful manner. And I am feeling different. It does feel sort of more different as it goes along. 
It does seem to be almost like it's not going to when it could. And that would leave us with some other sort of explanation. Which doesn't mean necessarily that it won't continue as it has. But it does mean that something different will continue. And there is something in the repetition. There is something in noticing how different each time that something comes up is. There is an opening that occurs. There's an acceptance. There's a kind of relaxed nature. There's a kind of relaxation beginning. Things are starting to not clench quite so tight in the mind. And the body is starting to let go of its joints, of its hang-ups, of its concerns, of its anxieties. And things are starting to slow down. Things are starting to become very easy. And things that were difficult are now long forgotten and resolved. Those things that are warm come back to you. And if we had to say something about what exactly is going on, we might have to call it thankfulness. This is what it means to say thank you. This is what it means to speak from your whole being and have the words thank you come out. This is a very sincere kind of gratitude. And it's very simple. It's very warm. It's not making any demands. It's not saying how things should be. It's not saying how things are wrong. It's not dwelling on problems. It's not creating its own problems. It's not being confused. It's not really doing anything but relaxing. It's just feeling warm and being nice to itself. It's letting all those things go that have had some sort of bearing on how things have been and how they have carried over. And that can be good things, it can be bad things, it can be small things, it can be big things. And stillness becomes more present 
as the body relaxes. There's no more fidgeting. There's no more irritation. There's no more discomfort. There's no more disorder. There's no cramps. There's no pain. And it's just warm. It's just caring. And this is learning to care for yourself. This is learning that there's a part of you that needs to care for the rest of you. And it might be a small part. It might be a part that hasn't done much recently. It might be a part that has forgotten about so much. It might be a part that you've forgotten about. But it's something that can care for you. It's the part of you that listens to yourself. It's the part of you that is allowed to accept what is going on, no matter how it is. It's the part of you that can still see the warmth and the thankfulness and the gratitude even in the darkness, even in the sadness, even in those tough times, even in those things that don't work out and that aren't pretty, even then, this part of you can be thankful, this part of you can care, And there's so much in recognizing that there are different parts within us. And as we explore the different things, they have their own way of speaking. They have their own way of talking. And there are certain parts of you that would never say certain things. There are certain parts that would never make demands. There's a part of you that would never get angry. A part of you that would never get frustrated. And that part can speak. That part can say things. That part has a voice. It has a message. And you can hear it. You can hear it within you. When you allow it to speak, when you allow it to come out. And there's so many different parts, and sometimes it's easy to forget the significance of different things within us. But here is exactly what we are doing, it's exactly why we make these journeys into thankfulness, into gratitude into a warm, relaxed feeling. And so that we can remember, yes, this is important. And maybe a different side of you would have reasons why it's not. A different side of you will have resistances. Another side of you 
will have all sorts of things that it has to say, which crowd out this other side, this other thing. And here we're learning the wisdom of allowing all the parts to be free to say what they want. We're allowing all the parts to express themselves, to send their message, and for us to hear it and welcome it. And it is okay to say that things are incomplete. It is okay to say that things have been wrong. Things have been done the wrong way. It's okay to say that you've made mistakes. And it's okay to admit your mistakes. And the greatest judge, the greatest punishment, or the greatest person that does the punishing is yourself. It's you that beats yourself up the most for the things you've done wrong. And that punishment far outlasts anything that society has put on you. It far outlasts the things that people have thought or said about you or done to you. And so this is the thing that we have to work with. This is some of the things that we have to delve into. And I'm sensing certain things. And I'm allowing others to happen. And I'm as surprised as anyone how things unfold. I'm as astonished as all be it. There might be something in that to be thankful for. There might be something in that to be warm and kind towards. And let's ask ourselves, what what is it that is possible to be kind towards? What is it that we can be kind towards? This must be similar to this question of what can we speak to and what can we hear speaking And it does take practice to speak to things that don't normally get spoken to. And it does take time to hear things speaking that don't normally speak in the way that we think they do. And that's why this realisation of seeing that we can be kind towards things that we wouldn't normally think that we could is really just the beginning. It's really just the start of that realisation. Because we must 
think it through. We must consider it. What's the most important thing to be kind to? Is there anything that we shouldn't be kind towards? Is there anything we can't say thank you to? And what's next continues to be something that is within a range of significance. Allowing the voice to come from the places that it normally doesn't come from. Allow the parts within to learn to speak in a way. Allow the parts that are neglected to speak for the first time in a long time. The part of you that's grateful. The part of you that's thankful. And it might be that sometimes to find those old parts, you just have to allow other parts to be quiet. And sometimes that's a simple thing to do. It's a very easy thing to do. It's just a matter of relaxing. Feeling warm. Allowing air to flow through your body. Allowing yourself to let go. And just sit quietly and enjoy stillness, enjoy silence, and be comfortable with how things are, extremely comfortable, deeply comfortable, even with the things that are unsettling, even with impatience even with frustration, with irritation. Be comfortable. Be calm. And relax. Relax.